Um, now we can finally think about starting the show. Hey. We can think about it? Yeah, you know, I mean, I don't oh. want to be hasty, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, everything. All, all, the, uh, all the lights are go. The, the switches are flipped. And uh, everybody, before we go, hydrate or dehydrate. Hydration station. Mm-mm. I know I didn't drink enough water today because my lips are chapped. So, fortunately, we're not about to talk for like three whole hours straight. So, it shouldn't it shouldn't come up. There shouldn't be any problems. <laughs> okay. All right, y'all. Well, hello and welcome to the party invite show. My name is Tegan. I am joined by Chris the Mau Mau Maori. Hi, Chris. Indeed. Hi. I am the Mau Mau. And uh, we are here to bring you the uh, the podcast and the gaming stream that comes to you every Wednesday night at 7. Well, the stream starts at 7 p.m. Uh, you know, we've been hanging out for a little bit here, uh, which anybody can find out if you go and watch us directly on Twitch. If you're watching this on YouTube, get on our level. Um, actually, watching live <laughs> is wonderful because you get to enjoy chat, uh, which normally we don't respond to in real time at least not with our voices we will usually type uh, but if you'd like to be a part of that as the show is happening visit our channel at twitch.tv slash party invite show but for the rest of you who are here let's get this let's get this started so chris we are coming off of the fantastic subathon uh this past uh, yes. sunday man was that a blast or what <clears throat> that was so much fun that was so much fun um we played so many games uh, between the four of us. We played a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, we ended up raising, raising, um, raising. That's that's our next soundbite. Uh, uh, raising. No, um, we ended up getting thirty gift subs from or uh, subscriptions total on Twitch from all of you, which was way more than I expected. Uh, oh, that's yeah. incredible because that uh, will turn around and we can turn that into. Uh, additional content that can be artwork and emojis that can be uh, maybe a theme song at some point. Eventually that could be merch. Um, yeah, we, we spend a lot of time doing this and we'd love to be able to really turn this into something we do full time someday. And this was the first time that we ever really invested in ourselves to make something like that happen. Usually we do uh, events to raise community awareness or to raise money for charity. Uh, yes. But in the first year and a half as Party Invite, this was the first time we really raised money for ourselves. And uh, man, just coming off of that, like I was exhausted, but absolutely thrilled. Um, I slept so hard. Yes, so did I. Uh, you know, you, you get out of something like that and it it feels like you can do anything, you know, um, mm. with the absolute outpouring of support and all the effort that uh, everybody put in here, uh, including all the people who helped us. Uh, who are in chat now, um, not only, you know, get those gift subs and make chat a fun place to be all day, but but joined us in playing. We had Deadpool and Odysseus uh, and Shanty Pack all join us uh, during the subathon for, for a few of those games. But it was so much fun. Yeah, it was an awesome time. It was an awesome time. Uh, so we're going to recap that here in, in a little bit, uh, but we're going to take just a minute to talk about, uh, you know, our bread and butter of what we've been playing because mm -hmm. everything else from the subathon is just like a waterfall of games. So yeah. we're, we're going to hold back that tide for, 
you know, that, that uh, waterfall for a minute. And uh, we'll talk about what we've been playing. Uh, Chris, do you want to pick one of yours real quick? Yeah, let's start with, uh, since one of ours, we, we've both been playing, so we can save that. Uh, let's do uh, Point P. Um, let's let's throw that that little guy up there. Let's do it. So I think I saw this at the Devolver Digital um, Countdown to the Countdown at E3. Right. Um, this game is a Devolver Digital, you know, joint. It is made by the same guy that made Downwell, which is a fantastic game. Um, and this is just like that. But instead of going down, you are now going up. Um, and you are... Uh, you're like this little dude, uh, and he's like bouncing kind of along the walls and up, up and down. And there's there's uh, this creature that's kind of coming up from below you, and you have to keep feeding him juice. Um, so you have there'll be like um, like an apple. Uh, it'll it'll like show you up at the top. It'll be like, oh, you need an apple. So you'll like go up and get an apple, uh, and then once you land, it'll like throw the juice down to the to the creature. Um, and then it'll get trickier. It'll be like, you need an apple and a lemon or an apple, lemon, and a blueberry. And you kind of have to get them all before it runs out of time. Cause it like, it's very difficult. It is not easy. I mean, um, downwell's pretty tough too. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's a tough game, but, uh, it's really, it's, you play it on your phone. The reason why I wanted to like shout this out is cause I don't know that that many people have played it. Uh, but it's, if you have a Netflix account, it's it comes through Netflix games. So um, you just download the app, on you download uh, Point P on your phone, and then just enter your uh, login information for uh, Netflix. And there you go. You got a free phone game. It's very, uh, it's very good. I, I played Downwell on my phone quite a bit um, and enjoyed that. Uh, and Point P is good too. Um, it's, uh, it's more of that. If you liked Downwell, you're gonna like this, and the way it works is you're, you know, you're uh, sliding your finger on your phone to to like slingshot the character up up the uh, oh up the way there. It's very cool. Um, yeah, it's just a lot of fun. Um, little fun thing to do while you're killing time, while you're sitting on the couch and watching something or or whatever. It's uh, it's a little fun, you know, free phone game. That's uh, cool. That uh, Downwell was one of the only games that I've bought. Uh, on multiple platforms and one of the only games that I bought uh, on mobile. I've only really owned like mm. a couple real games, you know, real in air quotes there. Uh, on my phone, I have played Stardew Valley and I've played Downwell. I think that's the beginning and the end of the list. Uh, everything else I've played is like super, super indie to the point of like, it's hard to even recommend it to somebody because it's, you know, there's it's made by one person. It's, it's their first game. And you can tell. Yeah. Um, but Downwell was a game. I bought that on my PlayStation and my phone. Um, and and loved it. So I'm excited to play yeah. this uh, just for basically the next version of that. Like, not only is it in reverse, but when somebody makes a game like Downwell, you know that they learn a lot from it. Um, so they just take all that to, to this. So that sounds great. Uh, yeah, that's cool. It's, it's, it's a fun little game. I like how you describe it as a free phone game because it's free, you know, with Netflix the same way that, like, whenever Game Pass stuff comes out, we're like, it's a free game. I mean, yeah. well, yeah. you know, you oh, got to have Game Pass, but but then it's free. You got, you have it. Because <laughs> uh, I sometimes say that to people. I'm just, 
Like I, I've referred to things like coming out and you're like, yeah, it's here. And you just get it on day one. You just, I just have it. And they're like, oh, you didn't it. pay for Ooh. it? And I'm like, well, I mean, I didn't pay for it specifically. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but that's cool because I'm hoping Netflix does a lot more stuff like that. Um, so the fact that it is. Would you, okay, would you, excuse me, personally like it if Netflix did more games like this that were super indie? Or would you prefer that they put uh, some a, a little bit bigger games? I don't know what bigger games would be. I mean, it's Netflix. And, and on this case, you're playing on your phone. I mean, I assume they'd have to be like kind of arcadey. But yeah, it, yeah, it just kind of depends. I I think like I I got kind of intrigued by Netflix like putting um Minecraft uh story mode on there um and stuff like that and you can just play it with your your remote control um mm-hmm. for your TV. Um I thought that was cool. Uh so yeah, anything that kind of do like that, I'm I'm kind of inter- always interested in. I may not like it, but I'm just like, "Ah, oh, cool. We'll see what that's like." Yeah. You know? And uh, I mean, Devolver is a publisher on that on Point P, so not like they're you know, not like it's crazy indie. It's just you know, it's one of the biggest indie developers right. uh, or indie uh, publishers. publishers. So yeah, super yeah. cool. I hope I hope we see more of that. Like you said, um, not only for the fact that uh, it's fun to play and you would just suddenly own it if you already have Netflix, but um, Devolver is like. This perfect in-between point where people who think they don't like games or people who think they know what a game is when they don't, like, they think they have an idea of what people like you and I play. Yeah. Um, you know, they think they have that idea, and they they don't. I mean, maybe sometimes they do, but uh, putting it in, in somewhere that's very accessible like this and showing how weird and creative uh, these games can be, I, I would love to know, you know, I'd love to hear people's stories on, like, oh... I or someone I know uh, doesn't play any games and we check this thing out and now we've discovered a whole new world, you know. We've discovered a lot of things that we never would have tried otherwise because when a a huge, a giant like this um, makes accessible all of these indie games the same way that the Apple Arcade did, um, you know, you you just get an influx of, of new blood to the video game industry. And it's in a thing that people already own. So you don't like people don't have to be convinced to buy something, uh, which I like. So you sidestep the whole like marketing strategy, right? Of like, Hey, this game is trying to appeal to people who like these kinds of games. Instead it says, Hey, you might not have an opinion on games yet. Uh, try this out. You might like it. And, and this one should not be confused for devolvers, other mobile game that they uh, did a trailer for last year called tumble time. It's not that. That's still coming sometime this year, but uh, yeah, it's just cool to see. Um, you know, I mean, everyone has a phone on them, and hey, not boy, be everyone. What you say, Blizzard? Okay. Not everyone wants to uh, play Candy Crush on their phone. You know what I mean? So yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, it's just cool to see those kind of things coming to mobile. Like, I think even now, this is going to sound insane. Wow. But I'm pretty sure Divinity Original Sin 2 is playable on your phone. What? Really? Yeah, I'm almost positive. Yeah. Chat, let's get a fact check on that. <laughs> that's. Uh, I hope that's true, and that would be awesome. Um, I mean, text would be super... Well, maybe it wouldn't be that bad to read, but um, 
I mean, phones are pretty powerful these days, especially a bigger yeah. one. Yeah. Let me double check here. Divinity. You know, a while ago, Lizzie was playing on the Xbox 360. She was playing Fable. Maybe it's only on two? iOS. Maybe. I think she was about to start Fable 2. Um, but there was a companion app for Fable 2 back in the day. Whatever year that was, like 2008 or something. Might have been 2007. Uh, this companion app allowed you to do just a, a few things here and there. Um, it was really for someone else to help you with. Uh, you know, like modern companion app. Oh, it's Fable 1, she says. Um, there's some things like Red Dead Redemption's uh, mobile app, companion app, that's really for you to hold in your hands and you can see like a map and, and other things like that. But the old companion app for Fable 1 seemed to me like it, you're really supposed to give it to somebody else to kind of help you in your journey. Um, it wants you to keep the controller in your hand while someone else plays with the phone. Well, I went to try to download that app so that I could be that person, um, but we didn't have a device that was old enough to support the app. So that was just like an unexpected hiccup where it's like the app is still available. We just don't have an old enough tablet or phone to be able to use that app because they never updated it. It's it's over, you know, it's almost 15 years old. Uh, how, did I, how did I even start talking about that? I don't know. Um, but whatever, companion apps are cool. It just cracked me up that uh, we just we just couldn't. Oh, because the Divinity Sin. Uh, Divinity Original Sin. Uh, yeah, I was just surprised that the problem was that the app was <laughs> too old. Our our phones were too strong. They were too new <laughs> to play, to use this companion app. But, uh, anyway. Anywho's. Uh, other game I've been playing. Uh, this is part of the subathon, but I'm gonna I'm gonna play this here. This is footage from the subathon. You'll see. Um, Splunky Two. Some more of that. We played, well, I played uh, during the subathon, and we had uh, the crew in chat. I had my best ever run on camera. I've been talking about practicing for this subathon for a while, and I'm so thrilled that the best run I've ever had was actually on camera. Because I've done some cool Obviously. stuff, especially on the PlayStation over there. Uh, I've had some cool runs that I just didn't record, or I have footage that's on there. That's actually too big for me to put on a f uh, the two gigabyte flash drive I own. <laughs> um, that that's probably fifteen years old and and you know actually would be able to use uh, play the Fable app. But uh, no, we we played this run and it just went as well as I could have hoped. Uh, a while back, I was talking about what challenge I wanted to do for the subathon, right? I played this game a long time. I hope to beat it in the this calendar year. <laughs> um because it's really hard and and it's long. Like I love this game and I'm pretty good at it, but not compared to some people I've watched. I've watched uh what what's uh uh who's from Giant Bomb? Rourke? Matt Matt Rory. Matthew Matt Rory. Yeah, Matt Rory. Uh I watched him play Spelunky, the original one, during um, an extra live stream. And I was like, whoa, this guy knows what he's doing. I'm pretty sure he beat the game on the extra live stream on his first uh -huh. try. And I was like, yo, first of all, 
now right. I believe that this is possible. Like if he did this, his very first try, um, all it took was just practice. All, all he had to do was just try real hard, you know, uh, and he could do it. So I've really been putting in the effort, just uh, playing a few games. Uh, I don't know, probably three or four times a week, maybe um, two to four times a week. And yeah, I, I uh, was talking about what challenge I wanted to do for the subathon. And so uh, several weeks ago, I was like, well, I think I want to do the challenge to kill Vlad, the uh, uh, the vampire. And at that time, I'd killed Vlad a few times, but I had a lot of trouble getting to him. You you basically have to go through this, like, quote-unquote, secret path to, to get him. Um, you know, you... You have to get this key that you can see on the video, um, which I think I'm about to go back for. Uh, you can you can get this key, and then you take that key somewhere else, and it unlocks the path to Vlad. And then you have to get there and actually kill Vlad, uh, which is its own thing, because um, his area is very dangerous. It's full of traps. There are lots of vampires there, and they're all trying to kill you. Uh, but now I've... I've practiced enough that killing Vlad isn't that hard anymore. I have done it with enough regularity that I was like, well, I can't make this a challenge for the subathon because now it's not a challenge. It's routine. Um, so I was like, all right, we're going to go full tilt. We are going to say our challenge is to beat the game, which spoiler, we did not do. <laughs> but uh, we did beat Vlad and uh, we were the most well-equipped I've ever been at that point in the game. I had uh, a whole bunch of health. I had all the items I, I wanted at that point of the game. Um, the thing that ended up killing us was a damn mimic. I forgot that in that area, uh, the crabs will hide behind the scenery. They'll hide behind these red boxes. And so there was a red box just on the other side of a pit of spikes. And so as soon as I reached over to grab and climb onto the box... I got knocked back and landed on the spikes and died in one hit. Doesn't matter how much health you have, spikes kill you in one hit. So big oof there. I mean, it completely caught me by surprise. Um, but that surprise is exactly why I love Spelunky. Um, oh, and you know, moments before I died, I discovered something brand new. Um, if you shoot an arrow at an enemy that has uh, that uses poison as a weapon then your arrow becomes coated in poison. I've never seen yeah. that before. Uh, so that was super cool. Um, I want to say there was something else I had never seen before, like some combination of stuff. Uh, but just such a good time. Um, we're going to be playing that after the show here tonight. Um, that might just be me, or we might open it up to co-op. This won't be the official co-op stream that we unlocked during the subathon, but this will give you an idea of what to expect. But what an absolute blast. Um, yeah, I think I, I got as far as I did in 30 minutes, which the last time I got that far uh, with about as much success, it took me 45 minutes. So I'm definitely getting faster. I'm definitely getting more consistent. Uh, it is wonderful to have tangible results of my improvement. You know, um, I mean, I still, you know, still didn't win. But I can see how much gold I got. I can see all these markers for success. And uh, yeah, love this game.
Um, I haven't played Don't Starve in a while, so right now this is my definitely my favorite game that I'm playing. Jam. Yeah, it's my jam. I uh, yeah, this stuff, this game, like I told you during the stream, I was like, this game would just infuriate the hell out of me. Like, I was, there's no way that I would not get very angry. Well, hey, if you want to play co-op, uh, your character is expendable, so death means nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, let's bounce back, back to you. Let's uh, talk about a game both of us have been playing. Oh, man. Uh, we've been playing Prey. that um, I know uh, a lot of people here have watched uh, some of your streams lately. Um, the Prey Along, if you will. Huh? Um, yeah, that game is so damn good. Um, I basically, once Thomas started his, his, uh, his first playthrough of it, I immediately was like, I gotta, (laughs) I gotta go play that game. I gotta go play again. Uh, I, I never beat, beat it originally when I played it. Um, I kind of like set it down and then try to go back to it. And I was like lost and I was confused on what I was supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, that was like back at launch. That was like way back um, before, like they've added the DLC and all that stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I have been chugging right along on that game. Um, nope, didn't make the. I'm over halfway through it. I know that. Um, because. Uh, um, after watching i i've been i've been on this prey binge for a while now since we since we did this thomas mm-hmm. um i uh i rewatched the no clip documentary until they told me to stop watching uh because they were going to spoil the ending and i was like no i haven't seen the ending and i want to know what happens mm-hmm. um and uh yeah they just told me hey you yeah you get uh, access to the lift about halfway through and i was like oh Okay, well then I've I've done that. I'm past that now, so mm-hmm. I'm I'm chugging right along, like, um, seeing how long uh, it takes Thomas to do stuff. Uh, <laughs> he will not finish it uh, until sometime next year. Yeah, story um, of my life. Yeah, I, uh, man, I just love this game though. Um, it's very you know system shocky, Bioshocky, uh, immersive sim uh, type of game good horror elements that like at some point you just feel like oh well i'm not scared of pretty much anything uh mm-hmm. and then no yeah you should be still terrified like uh today i i was in this um i was in the crew area the crew quarters mm-hmm. and i had a turret with me and i set it up and i was like okay cuz i saw this um phantom walking by and I was like, oh, I'm going to set up a turret. So if he starts coming my way, I'll be ready for him. And I'm just sitting there waiting, waiting, waiting. And all of a sudden the music picks up and he goes and like zips right in front of me. And I was like, oh, shit. And just like, <laughs> ah, go, 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 like go, go, go. just pumping shotgun rounds into him. Um, but yeah, that, that game is so just the way the systems work of. Yes, yeah, I was freaking out. It was terrifying. Um, uh the way the systems work with, um, you know, you have to like pick up junk and then you have to recycle that junk in order to make more ammo to make more, whatever, uh, you can make more neuromods at some point. You know what I mean? You can just really 
like it's kind of just insane what it gives you um i've been specking to just be strong as hell so give me all the health um um like you know give me i'm full health i think now um i was i was into hacking i've been you know making sure i can hack into everything oh yeah i got hacking level three yeah boosting my weapons up um because i just want to be like no matter if the thing is big and scary that i run into i want it to die quickly and without me taking a lot of damage you know i'm like i need to a reasonable reasonable thing to want you know yes yeah but still like even if you like there's a thing that you'll get to thomas that is a big scary thing that has question marks on it and you're like i don't know what the hell that is well it shows up at random it's not um oh it's it's not not, uh, uh, scripted yes so i basically went to the space of the game and i i went down the elevator and opened the door and when i walked out the door it just was right there in front of me and i was like oh uh shit um <laughs> like just like what do you do now figure it out because i and i died like a bunch of times I yeah like, man i am gonna have to figure out and i just like kept beating my head against it till i was like running all around and like just going nuts just trying to to survive this thing um the story stuff is the, really the driving force? Like that's what gets you. That that's what gets its hooks in you. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean that like opening sequence is probably one of the best ever. Um, in video games, like the whole waking up. Come on, Morgan. We need you to uh, do these tests and all that stuff, and then waking up and realizing you know you're not where you thought you were, and like it just. Very mind bendy. Um, can you trust anything that you're seeing? Right. Like all of that stuff. And then like just the ancillary stories that they're telling from like emails that you're reading and um Yeah, like, I like that really, stuff. You really start understanding who all the characters are. Like, um uh, and their motivations and all of that and like it's going some places, Thomas. Like, like I haven't gotten this far in the game before. Um, I got lost in the when I put the game down uh, the first time, mm-hmm. and just like never went back to it until until this time around. Um, I got lost in the crew quarters, and I was like, "Man, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing right now." Uh-huh. Um, so I didn't see through that area, and man, that area has some really cool storytelling because there's so much of the crew is like corresponding with each other through notes and transcribes and all of that kind of stuff that you're like. You're like, oh, this person's in a relationship with that person. Uh, maybe it's not going so good, or you know, like I mean, and you're you are like the amount of environmental storytelling you're just getting from the transcribes that you're listening to, the emails, the it, notes the, that are uh, lying around in the like lab area that I was in, and uh, when I was streaming last night, uh, you know, when when I when I posted the socials about going live, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna pick I'm gonna pick one of the guns I've liked so far that's real clever. The the Huntress Boltcaster, which is a nerf crossbow. You straight up yeah. use it. It's got the uh reactive tips or whatever, the same thing that like you buy gloves in real life to be able to use a touch screen. Well it's got that. Yeah. Uh 
and you use it to shoot computer screens and buttons and things like that um, that you can't reach uh, with your arm, right? And I was like, I like this weapon. Well, in the stream, I get in there and I get to this area where this whole engineering crew has, like, they've gotten a hold of the plans for this toy gun, this Nerf crossbow, and they've all, like, decided to fabricate it and they're going to have a big Nerf war in Assassin's Game um, in the lab. And so some of the environmental storytelling after I discovered that through all of these emails was that uh, high up above in, in one of these central rooms, you can find one of the crossbows with some Nerf bullets and some bourbon. And then there's a note that says Clive was here. And Clive is like the main person who put all the assassin stuff together. And I'm just like, man, they could have just skipped over all of this and only made this a shooter with cool weapons and cool environments um, yeah. but this level, this makes it feel lived in, you know, um, it really gives yeah, you the very... sensation of like real actual life was happening until suddenly things went terribly wrong. Um, and you can see a glimpse of, of what that work life was, uh, the moment before it happened. And yeah, a lot of games just skip over that because they think a lot of people won't care about that. And maybe that's true, but this game just nailed it. And I love that stuff. Um, the Mr. Mr. Gluey McGlue face. Yeah, the uh, Frosty the Snowman made of glue from the glue yeah. gun. Fantastic. Yeah, lots of little jokes. Uh, I ended the stream in an area. I was out in space. I finally got uh, a propulsion thing for my spacesuit. So now I can go out in space uh, and jet around. And so I did that, and I discovered a, a weapon that I've been picking up ammo for. It's basically a laser gun, kind of, I think. Yeah. And uh, I pick it up, and there's a an audio log, and it's it's this woman being like, yeah, I came out here, and I can't find any of the oxygen containers or something. And she's clearly in a panic, because she can't get to a refuel station. Uh, and, and she, like so many people in the space station, is experiencing paranoia. And uh, you know, if it wasn't for the events of this game, you'd think it was psychosis. You'd think that she was just losing her mind. Uh, but she's talking about how there's like something out in space with her. Um, like she's hearing noises and, and keeps seeing things out of the corner of her eyes and stuff. And that something is chasing her. And I'm like, Oh, that's not good. So I like jet out and I'm looking around for a second and I turn. And of course you're in space. So you can, you can move forward, backwards, up, down, and you can rotate your camera to make whichever way you want to be up and down. And I'm turned and I'm like pretty disoriented because I've moved and I don't really know where I am or what I'm looking at. And I come around the corner and first I get shocked by something and the shocks in this game hurt so bad. Like the electricity okay. arcs are brutal. And so I get hit with this thing and I'm like, Whoa, I don't know what just hit me, but I'm going to back away. I'm going to back away. And as I'm backing away, I'm facing something that is continuing to get bigger and bigger on my screen. And I realize I'm looking at some sort of big robot or something. And I had just enough time to absolutely panic before it got close enough to electrocute me again. And I died. And I was like, you know what? We're going to call it for that stream. But uh, that reminded me of the moment in the Outer Wilds uh, where I discovered what was inside the uh, hollow planet. Oy, oy, oy. Um, just very, very spooky. And really, it was like uh, the existential terror 
uh, in space. Uh, it's the same as being deep in the ocean. It's like, I am not designed to be in this environment, and there's something here that is, and it's trying to eat me. <laughs> there's, like, I, I will say, like, I don't know how far you're going to get in this game because you, you do take, you know, several hours to to get through because you really scour the area for stuff. Oh, and I, I love too. looking for that stuff. Yeah, I do, too. I just I'm uh, I'm just grooving. You know, like, I'm just I am you're like, doing more playing than I'm practically I, I put on my glasses. I'm like, all right, y'all, this is a reading and shooting stream. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Um. And I know a lot, some of those emails, you know, I'll, I'll hear again because I'll be able to, so I don't have to read every single email because I'll be on the stream so I can, you know, you, <laughs> you'll read them off and I'll be like, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That makes, yeah. Now yeah. it's all coming together. Right. Right. It's like, uh, in, in Mass Effect, there was the, the codex and the journal, the journal you have to read yourself, but the codex, uh, has a narrator. And that was the best yes. because I remember I'd put the codex on cause there's so many entries and they, I mean, it's extensive. And so I remember putting that on and I'd go and like make a cup of coffee, right? Or I'd like go play around on my phone or something as I listen to this narrator speak. So now you're getting the uh, codex treatment. Yeah, I, um, man, that, that game, it, it's like a cult classic now. Like people really love it. Like, and uh, the if you just search, uh, like, just search Prey video game on YouTube and you will see that there is so many um, like, hey, I finally played this game. Holy shit. Um, and wild. like really like just expelling like their love for how great this game is. And it just didn't it didn't do a lot when it came out. Um, it didn't sell well. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is just like a game that people are going to talk about this game forever because it is so um, it's systems are so intricate um, because it's an immersive sim and just the random randomness of things that can happen. The fact that mimics, oh, you know what in this trailer, I didn't notice before that the he gets this cup of coffee and there's a spinning coffee cup next to him, which is now I know to be clearly a yeah. mimic. I I've watched this trailer three times and I didn't see. Oh that. yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah, he and the mimics like the fact that they um they are unscripted and they can turn into anything. Um uh you can eventually unlock stuff so you can see them easier and and stuff like that and it's less scary. I also just like started stop being scared of them and just like just go into the room like they're they're not going to hurt you that bad, you know yeah. what I mean? Don't worry about what they're going to possibly be. Just right. get in there and just start start blasting. Shop. Just start blasting. Well, I think uh, Uh, the way that I've been playing since I play so slowly and I'm like, like you said, I mean, I'm scouring the area. It definitely puts me in more of a position to be scared because I forget about combat for a minute while I'm doing that. And I focus just exclusively on, uh, you know, digging around and looking behind corners. And then I look behind the corner and the chair in front of me jumps at my face. Uh, It's very well done. Yeah, and and that's like Thomas too. I I totally forgot this until I was in the uh, crew quarters, but like there is um like you expect a variant of like oh there'll be like a mimic and there'll be like a little bit better mimic like a different type of mimic and then there'll be a phantom and like oh uh, maybe this phantom has like electric powers and this phantom has a different you know what I mean mm-hmm. you expect that stuff 
there is some enemies that I completely forgot about. Um, and that scared the bejesus out of me uh, when I was in the crew quarters today. And I was like, oh my god, I totally forgot that this is even a thing. Um, and it's terrifying. Like, it is... Uh, once it starts, you know, because, like, this game has um, dynamic lighting. Uh, so it tries to give you cues of when stuff is around you. Um, like, if, if you notice with phantoms, lights will be flickering in the area that they are in. Yeah. Um, or, like, if you are on the second floor or let's say you're on the first floor and if you look up and you see like lights are flickering up on the second floor and you, now, you know, Oh, okay. There's a phantom up there mm -hmm. somewhere yeah. um, in that area. Um, it's that kind of stuff that they do. Um, you know, when I got into this, this area um, and lights were flickering and I'm like, I'm not seeing anything. I'm getting uh -oh. pretty, I'm getting worried about what's going on in here. Um, yeah, stuff is like, it really, I will say that I had a moment yesterday where I had to like reload a save and like go back because I had gotten like a, a key card and I was like, oh, that's for all the way back at the lobby. Let me, I'm going to go, uh -huh. I'm going to take the elevator down and we're going to go check that out. And I went back to the lobby, and the lobby is not the way I remembered it being. There are more people there now. There is oh, more really? enemies, and they are stronger. Um, and I just like went down there and just dumped so much, so many like bullets and things into everything. And then I was like, I don't have any ammo. I don't have any way of getting ammo right now. Like I don't have the the necessary resources in order to make ammo. Yeah. So like it became this, oh my God, like how did I get how did I get here? How did I do this? Yeah. <laughs> I came back I here this like this? thinking I'd be and going down Easy like, Street. And then I go, okay, hold on. Let me reload before I came down here mm -hmm. and I'll stay up here because clearly it was trying to tell me, you're not supposed to be back down here right now. You can. Um but you can be down it. here if you want. Um but I just was doing it, you know, incorrectly. I was like, oh, I'll just, I'll just start blasting. No. The game was like, yeah, all these enemies are too strong to do that. Like, you'll kill them, but you'll run out of ammo. Right. Um, you know, and I didn't have, like, all all the cool grenades. And, so, and that's the other stuff is, like, the fact that they made all these different, there's four or five different types of grenades that are not grenades. <laughs> they're not um, just an incendiary. They're, well, they're, or, they're like... Uh... Or yeah, explosive or frag grenades. Yeah, they're they're like uh, you can use them as weapons, but they're also practical because it seems like they were basically made as engineering tools. The same way yeah. that uh, the dead space weapons are so cool is because they're not guns. There are guns in the game, but your primary weapons are engineering cutting tools. You know. Yeah. And so the way that you approach everything is based on like, hey, these are actual tools, uh, not just, you know, it's not just shooting bullets. Also, like the fact that your character is not explicitly a soldier adds to that element of like, uh, you know, here's who I am versus, you know, I'm not a soldier against the world. I'm not doom guy versus the demons from hell. Uh, I'm just some guy. I'm not even sure who I am yet. And... I'm on an engineering platform in space. You know, I'm on a space station dedicated to science. 
like uh, something I haven't used like at all is the lure. It's a, it's like a, it's you like throw it and it like brings them all together. Like it, like if you threw it out into the middle of a room, all the mimics would go, Oh, and go like running oh, to really? a spot. Yeah. So like, uh, it's uh, like lures the Typhon to where you want them to be. Um, and I just don't ever use it, but then I'm thinking about it like now while we're talking and I'm like, man, you could do so much little fun, like, Oh, here's a bunch of red, uh, tanks over here. Let me throw the Typhon lure over there oh and then just put one bullet into the tank. Kill all the, like, kill you know what I mean? Them. It's just the Man, amount of, I know that you're replaying the game right now, though. I didn't realize, I'm sure you told me this and I forgot it, but I didn't realize until before, uh, we started streaming that you hadn't beaten it before. Right. And so, yeah. so you got halfway or so into the game before, and then you hit restart when I started the game. Yeah. Um, as we're talking about this, like now that I'm seeing just how many ways there are to upgrade your character, upgrade your weapons, uh, visit certain areas in certain ways, uh, rush through, you know, I scour the area or just rush through and do the objective and just go for it. You know, the game basically allows you to do all of these things. None of them are wrong. Some of them might be more challenging. Some of them might be, uh, you know, holding your hand a little bit more. Um, but like, even as we're talking, I'm like, okay, I want to beat this game and then I want to go back <laughs> and I almost want to be like, all right, Chris, your challenge, I challenge you to do this, 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 and this, you know, and go through the game and specialize in this weird ass way. Uh, you know, and you tell me how to play through my character, uh, and go through it because it just seems, it, it seems like anything is possible. And that is absolutely the best part about this game. It seems like you can do anything your way, um, but it has enough polish that when you discover new ways to do things, it doesn't feel like you're on the verge of breaking the game like it can be in like a Bethesda game, for example. Like when we were talking before we went live. And you know, I this like, is a Bethesda gave... game, I guess. Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, and I gave you that hint about uh, something you were doing last night because I went back and watched your stream later. Uh-huh. Um, and I was like, you know, Thomas... You don't need leverage three to move that box out of your way. And you were like, what do you mean? And I, like, I saw your like wheels turning. Yeah. And then I was like, you might have like an item that might. Uh, and you're like, oh, my oh, God, the, a the recycler. recycler. <laughs> but how so, cool yeah, is recycler, that? Yeah. The recycler charges can can, um, you know, suck things in and you you get. Yeah. Um, it breaks down matter, including organic yeah. matter. Uh, yeah into its component parts, which you use to fabricate all sorts of things from weapons to ammo to glue for your glue gun um, and, and all that stuff. So yeah, uh, that's incredible to me because somebody had hopped in chat uh, to tell me, they're like, hey, uh, you don't have to have, you know, lifting three, like strength level three to move this. I used this other thing. And as soon as I started reading, I was like, Oh, that's a spoiler. I can't read anymore. I read it, I read it too. And I was like, Oh, Thomas doesn't know about that yet. Don't, don't. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so after that, I put the no spoilers tag on our, on our stream and I kept yeah. playing, but I was like, Oh, that's cool that, uh, there's one obvious way to solve this problem, but this person found a different way. So then when you're telling me, yo, Thomas, you have in your pocket, the key to this, uh, locked door, basically. Um, I'm like, man, it seems like every problem has at least three solutions, you know? Um, yeah. And that's, that's the, that's the cool stuff. And like, even being, you know, 
when you're walking around and I, I can't even imagine if I didn't have uh like repair skill. You well, know, if just I just watch my stream. Yeah, it's, like uh, tough the amount of the amount of turrets and the amount of those like electrical junction boxes that are like, hey, repair this so it stops zapping you. Uh -huh. Um, that'd be cool, right? Uh, oh yeah, the first time I got hit by lightning or you know arcing electricity, I was like, oh, that probably hurt. And I looked and I realized, I mean, I had a uh, ninety-five health, and after it zapped me, I had eleven. I was like, yo, that hurt way more than I expected. And part of that could have been, too, your your suit integrity could have been lower. So oh, you took true. more damage. And because you're playing on, you're, what you're doing is insane. And I can't believe you're doing well, it. This okay. like survival mode. I am doing survival mode, but I'm playing on normal difficulty. And I appreciate that the game offers those as two separate things. Usually survival difficulty is just the hardest difficulty they give. You know, you go normal, hard, nightmare, survival. I think that's how Fallout worked. Uh, so all that means is like, yeah, everything kills you in one hit. And I'm like, well, I don't want everything to kill me in one hit. But I do like managing the extra stuff like uh, oxygen. Or, you know, I took burn damage a while ago. And now I have third degree burns. And so until I go... Skin graft. Uh, yeah. I do have a skin graft I can use on myself. But since I'm rarely at full health... Uh, the, the limiting factor with the third degree burn is that your max health is reduced, but I'm rarely at max health anyway. So I'm like, eh, I'll just, you know, I won't worry about that for now. Uh, but I really like managing those like status buffs and all, all those things. But, but like I said, I love that, uh, survival mode is separate from the difficulty. That way I can still play on normal mode and everything doesn't just always murder me in one hit. Cause just the thoughts of, of like, that's too much. And I mean, you get a bunch of them, but like the, the like thought of like my guns deteriorating, I'm like, no, hell no, nah, get out of here with that. <laughs> you can repair them, but you have to make sure you have the. I'm wondering if it spawns more repair kits and spare parts because you're playing in that mode. Like I, if those are, I do have a lot mode. of those things. Yeah, because like after I like I'll run through an area and put up a bunch of turrets. Or, like, repair a bunch of turrets so that they're working. So I'm like, hey, if anything comes through here, let's wipe them out. But what'll happen is when you leave areas and then come back to them later, mm -hmm. different enemies can spawn and be there. And they will have taken all your turrets are back down again. So then you would have to repair them again, uh -huh. you know? So it does make it, I'll, I'll like run through and repair all those. Then I'll go to repair another one in the next room. And it's like, you don't have enough spare parts. And I'm like, right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. I got to ease up on the repairing and I'll like the game just has so much to offer. Um, yeah. And if you haven't ever played it, it was free on the Epic game store. It was, uh, it's on Xbox game pass. It's on PlayStation plus premium. Um, it's on all of that stuff. And I think you're watching a trailer right now for uh, Moon for Crash. Moon Crash, yeah, the DLC. Yes. Uh, which, which, as is, this uh, will explain, is like kind of a roguelike. Uh, no, it's definitely a roguelike. Uh, <laughs> it just, each thing that you do in, and I haven't been able to play this yet because I kind of want to get through the main store. I want to get through Prey itself and then go into this. Well, shoot, I tell you what, Chris. I would love it if you waited for me to play this DLC. 
Okay. I, I know. I I will try. I promise. I'm actually gonna try to get through the game in a reasonable speed. Uh, for for your sake and for for our audience. Uh, but I would love to start this roguelike element, the Mooncrash DLC, at the same time. Because this would give us the opportunity to do this, these like challenges for each other. Of course, I don't know the details. We'll discover them when we get there. Um, but that would give us a nice opportunity to try out these new ways of playing without just restarting the game again. Yeah, it kind of what it does is uh, each one of your characters, there's different characters that have different skill sets, just like... Um, how Morgan uh, can, you know, change how he or she is. Um, basically, you just break those up across four or five characters. Mm-hmm. Um, and each one of their runs pays off for the next person. So, like, um, from what I've gathered, if you went with your tech person first and you hacked all the doors, then when that person dies on that run, the 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 next character you used would be able to go through all those doors that were locked originally to them and they couldn't get through them. Um, Like that kind of stuff is very interesting. And I've heard great, great stuff about the moon crash DLC. It literally doesn't have, it's not like directly based off of the end of prey or anything like that. So we can literally start it at any time. Mm -hmm. Uh, I just wanted to have more intimate knowledge of this is what everything does before I went in and started that. So um, but man, that <sighs> game is so good. I like, I, I've been thinking about it. I was thinking about it today. I'm like, this is going to be one of those situations when we are talking about our games of the year, Thomas. And then we are talking about, <laughs> we're like, well, the, our favorite game that we played this year that didn't come out this year. Right. Um, by a landslide, I'll probably be this one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's July. Yeah. That's my full expectation. Yeah. <laughs> um but man, yeah, it's uh man, it's fantastic. And I I I'm loving right now that um I'm in a place gaming-wise where I've like gone back to things and played them that I hadn't played or hadn't finished or what what have you. Like I did that with the Mafia game uh, that I haven't touched in a while, but I'm close to the end of that. Um mm-hmm. um and and with Prey and like feeling just as excited about it as I was when it came out, and it came out in like 2017. Yeah, like this game is old now. Like I remember buying this. This is how long ago this was, Thomas. I remember buying this game when it came out when I was living with Daryl and Andrew up north. That feels like a lifetime ago. Well, I shared a yeah. picture uh, of, of you and I. Yes. I think it was when you had first started. I could have the details murky on this, but when you first started your podcast, uh, "Look Who's Talking Mao," yeah. and you invited me over and we messed around for a while. I don't even remember what we did, but we took that photo and you were like, "I, I don't know if you were like, how long ago was this, or, or like, this is something like that." But man, looking at that from even five years ago. I feel like we looked like kids, you know, that feels like, especially on the other side of lockdown, that just feels like so long ago. Um, yeah, it was, it was too long ago. Too long ago. So this game probably came out in 2017. Uh, God of War came out in 2018, even though I didn't play it till a year and a half later. Um, but in both of these cases, because I'm talking about God of War, because uh, later this year, uh, my most anticipated of 2022 
God of War Ragnarok, Ragnarok. will come out. Uh, that 2018 God of War game still holds up. You know, I feel like we're really at a position from the from the last generation of games where now graphics aren't the barrier that they used to be. Um, like now, lots of studios have the resources to make games that look gorgeous and can withstand the test of time. And I'm not just talking about AAA games. I mean, there are games up and down the budget scale uh, that have the quality and the visuals to, to stop looking super dated anymore. I mean, of course, some stuff's going to look janky. I mean, I'm sure Starfield's going to come out and it's going to look good. But based on the systems that I expect to be in that game, I think that one will uh, suffer the ravages of time a little more than most games. But, um, you know, these, these games now, I mean, I don't know like what year I'd say is the magic year where age quit mattering. But now we've just got games that we can play anytime and they're they're fine like you could tell me they came out last week and i'd be like cool great totally worth playing yeah i mean prey doesn't look like you you could have told me that came out this year and i've been like okay yeah totally <laughs> you know but uh yeah fantastic game like if you haven't played it and you're interested in it because we won't shut the fuck up about it that's true <laughs> it's every everywhere and if it's on sale it's on sale for super cheap so um you know if you don't have the one of the subscription services or what have you like it's it's absolutely worth your time i think lord chrome said that he went back into it again too yep, he sure did yeah that's uh it was so good you gotta love it uh well chris how, how do you feel about taking a short little break and coming back in a couple minutes yeah we can do that all right, let's do that. Uh, I'm gonna put some words up, uh, some words on stream up. So I'm gonna transition to that now. Uh, everybody, hydrate or dehydrate, and uh, we'll see you all in a few minutes. For anybody who's not played words on stream before, this is an anagram game. We are all on the same team. We've got these words that are gonna appear up here, and you will type in Twitch chat. Oh, cemetery. I could see this before all of you. Got him. Uh, you type your answers in chat, and you see that timer going down. You get one correct answer for every one of these padlocks. So, if you have any questions, there are people in chat who can help you, but I will talk to you all in a few minutes.
Yo, Deadpool coming in clutch. Was that really a word? C-E-R-M-E-T? Look at that board. Also, now that uh, this is a little break from the podcast, Jay Wild, thank you! Thank you for uh, coming in, man. Good to see you. Don't forget to uh, smash that follow button. Every little bit of support helps. Here we got four of us on the board. Me, you, Lizzie, that's uh, Lizzie. Uh, and Deadpool. Wow, easily. You got that really quickly. <laughs> Came to you so easily. Oh, you know what? Ha! Easy. Got him. Sale!
Okay, what the heck is a rector, though? An erectory? You guys making these words up? Rector. Being, being dyslexic does not make this game easy. Yeah, I hear that. I, uh... The older I get, the more trouble I have reading things correctly. I was playing Prey last night, and what was it? It was the... It's like the... Failsafe. A failsafe. Oh my gosh. Failsafe. Fail Sailfafe. <laughs> it's the... At least three times. <laughs> Boing! Oh, goblin? Nice. Oh, Deadpool's way ahead of me with the goblin. I never stood a chance. Thanks, everybody, for joining us today. Really appreciate ya. Yes, thank you. Man, I'm getting hyped to, to Spelunk. Spelunk 2 Electric Boogaloo? <laughs> the Spelunkening. <laughs> do, 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 do. Goblin, what? Tomorrow, Thursday? Yes, sir, all day. Oh, <laughs> Thursday, all day tomorrow, huh? That's crazy. <laughs> that is wild. You know? It didn't used to be uh, like that. What do I need? I need to make a checklist of things I need to accomplish tomorrow. Nice job, y'all. Skip it two levels, go to level six. Yesterday, we played Words on Stream with only three of us, and we got all the way to level 15, which is insane to me and we had the most perfect levels i've ever seen regardless of number of players uh we had at least three we might have had four it was incredible deadpool i see you walking rocking that uh hype train conductor emote you gotta love it huh let's see current hype so odysseus is a current hype train conductor and you're a former hype train conductor i didn't know there was a difference i thought all of it was uh the same thing. That's interesting. So it'll, that'll like let everybody know when there's been a new hype train. That's fun. Yeah, yours is OG. I'd like to make a deal for Shani. Oh, nice. I had Dean uh, typed in. Let's see. Lean. Is N-A-L-E a word? Nope. Ah, oh, you beat me to it. Damn! Oh, you already got hailed. Rip. Uh, 
blend. Oh, I was trying to come up with that. Nice job. Man, we're crushing it right now. Crush, crush, crush it up. Uh, phrasing. Well, there's something else I need to do, Thomas. What is it? Uh... Vacuum the no. basement. That's it. <laughs> Anarchy! Oh, geez, where's my cursor at? There we go. Arch! Is Archon... Archon's a word, right? I don't know how you spell it, though. O is fake? There's Deadpool looking out. Oh, so don't don't type Archon, alright? Don't do it. Yarn! Cray cray. Cran? Cranny? Carney! <laughs> oh, and Narc, nice. You know what? While you guys are doing this, uh, let me open my other thing. I wanna, I wanna laugh at these sound bites again. Uh, let's see. Turn the volume on that down. We did it! Skip two levels, ten. Man, we're chugging along. Uh, phrasing? <laughs> Bruh. Bruh. Let's see. Let Man, we got so many new ones. I love this. Remember when they first invented chocolate? Sweet, sweet chocolate. I always hated it. Chocolate! 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 chocolate. <laughs> oh, I love how it cuts off at the end. You know who likes special entertainment like that? My mom! Ah, you gotta love it. Now those are some good sounds, Chris. I know you can't hear any of them through Discord, but uh, wow, they're just top tier. Are they? They are. 
<laughs> I heard that I was able to unmute the Twitch stream quick enough to hear it, so. <laughs> Holy moly. Is moly not a word? Wow, this is disappointing. Poem? Oh, right, a poem. <laughs> I looked at that and Never I'm like, that doesn't look like a word. It looks like toem, which is not a real word. Mopey? I thought Mopey had an E, unless that's Moppy. Oh, Mopey with an E is also on the board, also by Deadpool. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. I love words on stream, but I kind of wish there was like a slightly more fast-paced version of this. I have uh, Marbles on stream downloaded on Steam, but I've never actually loaded it up. I think that would be a good alternative to this as a break option, because... It's a little shorter and uh, has a more definitive end. So instead of like a competitive, hey, everybody, let's succeed together. It says, hey, everybody, all but one of us is probably going to fall off this marble track. Is gubble a word? Nope. How about googe? Googe? Yeah. Uh, Phrasing. Oh, everybody tried Bugle already. Oh, yep, B is fake. Nice, J Wild. So, luggage. Uh, okay, well, gauge. Yeah, Chris, I completely forgot that the Moon Crash DLC existed. So, that's the answer to <laughs> what we were talking about earlier. What do you mean? Being able to, like, challenge each other, kind of, to, uh... Oh, yeah. Going back and experiencing the game a different way. I mean, I know there's one very obvious ability that the trailers have all shown that I haven't seen. Um, but I'm gonna pretend that I don't know what it is until I find it. Yeah, good guess on luggage, man. Gulag? Nice. Wow, we're one short. What's the last one? Alright, five of us, y'all. Meld is not. Oh, they all have to be five letters or more. Bell, baby. We about ready to start this thing up again? Uh, yeah, we're almost there. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, I think I'll, I'll set up marbles on stream for next time so this doesn't take so long. It's fun, but... Uh, maybe I jumped the gun using it as a break. Was able to actually eat some dinner, though. I don't usually do that on podcast days. I uh, tend to forget... Dicey. I tell you what, uh, I think I am gonna. Oh, actually, I'm not sure I can pause it. If I. Can I still turn that off? Okay. I, I hate to do this, y'all, but I am gonna pause this uh, for now and we'll pick this up uh, when we do the in between when we're loading up Splunky. We only have three of us right now, anyway, so the odds of us having more people uh, is pretty high. But I'm gonna put that on pause. I apologize, but also thank you. And uh, Chris, let's uh, let's jump back into this. Let's see. Okay, we're gonna have some funny picture-in-picture uh, -picture things going on here because the. Uh, the VOD has, you know, our overlay in it, so it's going to be our overlay yep. inside the overlay. You know how it is. Amazing. Amazing. There we go. That looks beautiful. Okay, let's switch over to this. And we're back. What's up, everybody? Hello. Oh. Um, so, next on our list, uh, we want to do a little recap of the awesome subathon that we had this past Sunday uh, that I'm still catching up on sleep from. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, we had our very first uh, subathon. We talked about it at the top of the show uh, quite a bit, but this is the first time we've really invested in ourselves for a big event instead of uh, focusing on charity or community. And it couldn't have gone better. Uh the, the turnout was awesome. Chat was so much fun. The games were fun. Uh, people donated a lot of subs, which meant we unlocked a whole bunch of things. Actually, I'm going to type this in chat because I still can't remember all of the goals that we met. So let's see. Um, so when we started this, uh, for anybody who doesn't know what a subathon is, a subathon is when a Twitch channel like us uh, hosts a, some sort of special event to raise money for themselves through Twitch subscriptions. So Twitch subscriptions, you pay uh, $5 or 6 if you're on mobile, and uh, a portion of that money goes to Twitch. The rest of it goes to uh, the channel to support them. And so you unlock things like uh, subs, or sorry, like uh, emotes, which we have a few of, and we'll have more on the way. Mm -hmm. uh, but you unlock, you know, a cool icon and stuff. I mean, the most important thing is that you're able to support your creator. Uh, you're also able to use those emojis those emotes on uh, anywhere else in Twitch. So it's fun to see what people have unlocked. 
uh, Odysseus is the king of having the wackiest emotes, especially when there's uh, music playing. But our goals to, uh, you know, when, when we got started to, as incentives, so it started out, we had uh, five subs, Chris eats a bean. Mm. Uh, every 10 subs, Lizzie puts makeup on me. Yeah. Uh, we'd had 15 subs, Vilo streams flower, which he's going to do this Saturday. Uh, we don't have a time set out, but uh, keep an eye on our Twitch. Make sure your notifications are on for that. Uh, but flower is a cool game. I'll, I'll look up a synopsis here um, in just a minute, but he's going to he's gonna stream that on Saturday. Uh, 20 subs unlocks a Spelunky 2 co-op stream. So even though we might do co-op tonight uh, here after the podcast, that's just a, you know, little preparation for the future co-op stream. Splunky 2 co-op is absolutely chaotic. It is totally bananas. Um, you know, in the normal game, you don't want to die. In co-op, eh, you know, people die all the time. Who's counting? Uh, 25 subs unlocked a movie night in Discord, which we're really excited about. We're not sure yeah. what we're going to watch yet, uh, but we do have actually a hidden movies channel, which I'm going to open up to uh, anybody, again, who's interested. But we're going to watch a movie together um, and live react to that. Uh, if anybody would like to be involved, not only in watching, but in choosing that movie, uh, make sure to hit up our Discord. You can find a link to that here in Twitch chat or on our website at partyinvite.games. And then at 30 subs, which we unlocked at the very last minute, literally as we were saying goodnight, uh for a future stream, because we weren't going to do this at the very end, uh, Vilos will say Xenoblade 3 300 times on stream. So after all of that, we unlocked all of those things. With 30 subs, that meant Chris that uh, Chris ate six beans. Uh, Lizzie put makeup on me twice. We unlocked the third one right at the end. Um, so I, we're going to put makeup on me on another stream to get you know the most uh, bang for your buck. And then um, I joked with Vilos, I think we might do this. I think we'll do a Spelunky challenge where I try to race to beat Olmec, the first like boss in the third area that you fight. I'm going to try to race to beat Olmec before Vilos can finish saying Xenoblade 3 300 times. Um, so that'll be an absolute spectacle. Um, we'll, we'll keep you abreast on when that's going to happen. It's going to be crazy. Madness. Uh, it's absolute madness. Uh, so, Chris, you, you ate a bunch of beans. What were those flavors? You got lucky at least once with strawberry banana. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I had... Um, I got uh, strawberry banana once. I got uh, stinky socks. Stinky socks. Oof. I got dead fish. I got spoiled milk. That's what you want. Yeah. I got you looked milk. like you liked it, you know? The VOD will tell that you looked like you thoroughly enjoyed it. I couldn't even I tell that it was disgusting. Yeah, everybody, everybody wants to know what I'm doing. It's bean boozled. Oh, let me get you. Uh, belly. Let me get you fully on screen here. Yeah. Bean boozled. Uh, yeah, uh, from Jelly Belly. Um, they basically uh, they made a few different ones of these. They've made um, ones where you like spin a. Um, uh, spin a wheel and it lands on a certain color and then you have to pull that color and eat it uh, and basically there's either good tasty beans or nasty tasting beans and there's the same color 
<laughs> so you're getting an either or type of situation. So I could be eating stink bug or I could be eating toasted marshmallow. You just don't know. It's a gamble. It's a gamble. It's a good game. Um, and uh, yeah, this isn't the first time we've done this. We did this with um, uh, our extra live stream last year. Uh, last year, is that right? Uh, yeah, that in November. Okay. Uh, I was like, what year is it? Where are what? what <laughs> right. day is Somebody asked it? me how um, old I was. I said the wrong number, and Lizzie had to correct me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I yeah, we we played that game before. It's a lot of fun. Um. Uh, it's great if you have kids too. Kids love these, or hate them. It's a fifty-fifty. Uh, eat one now. If Jay Wild, if you sub right now, I will. I will eat a bean. <laughs> well, that's a tall ask, but uh, it is. It is in the realm of possibility. One, one, one sub or gift sub, and Chris eats a bean right now. Um, but that's the that's the beautiful thing about those beans. A lot of people. Uh, raise money through Extra Life or for our subathon through stuff like eating that super, super hot chip that people, you know, practically right. die to. Um, yeah. Or the beans. And so that Bean Boozled company, I feel like they specifically targeted that product to people like us, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, it's specifically made for it. Um, but that was just a very good time. And I love that you still have beans left over. Um, oh, I'm not going to eat all these. Are you kidding me? These, some of these, you don't know what they are. So, like, even gambling to, to be like, oh, man, I hope I get a good one. If you don't, it's not a great time. You know? Uh, so yeah, that's, That company is Jelly Belly, by the way, that makes that. So it's, it is the, the king of jelly beans. They know what they're doing. They do know what they're doing. For Extra Life, you also did the sodas. Uh, we have an emote on our cool. Discord that's of uh, your face on a mustard bottle. In memory of the mustard soda that you drank. Never forget. Yikes. Uh, but love Never that forget. stuff. So those were the incentives. I'm going to play here on the uh, on the stream the uh, actual sub. We're going to go through some of the games that we played. Uh, so oh, yeah. our schedule, we started, uh, started off the whole day. It was a 12-hour stream. Started it off Crazy. with Vilos playing um, Neon White which is a game that he demoed a while back for the Steam Next Fest in spring, I believe, mm -hmm. and uh, started the game properly, started a fresh save file uh, for the beginning of this stream. So we've heard him talk about it. Uh, Demo Duo, who who was very supportive during our subathon, you should follow them, excuse me, at twitch.tv slash demo duo, just like it sounds. Yes. Um, yeah, they played this, and it is a... Uh, it's a platformer shooter. It's you're a very mobile character that picks up cards, and the cards are the guns and weapons and abilities. And you essentially run around these maps and try to pop all these balloons and collect all these collectibles. Um, it's very satisfying and pretty to watch. It's got this story that the idea is that you've died and you've now been tasked uh, with slaying demons in the name of heaven. Essentially, it's, it's very, it's very Amine. It is very Amine, so. <laughs> um, and it's really good. Vilas loves that game, yeah. and and I really it's like fun. watching it. Um, it's cool to watch, man. Like when you see people pull off stuff, you're just like, "What just happened?" Yeah, what and it moves so quickly, uh, and the visual is just like. So what we're looking at right now, there's there are all these platforms that almost look like Greek architecture, surrounded by this endless world uh, that has 
water, just like flat water everywhere and, and a sky, a blue sky with clouds in it. Um, so very visually appealing. Uh, but that's neon white. Uh, that's what we started the uh, the stream off with. Uh, yeah, you've got some like visual narrative elements. Oh, when did I switch scenes to whatever we're looking at right now? Uh, I don't know. It might have been like that for a while, and I just didn't notice. Um, <laughs> let's skip forward. We we did some Spelunky. Like I said, uh, I had the best run I've ever had. Um, it's not the furthest I've ever gotten, but it's definitely the most well-equipped uh, that I've ever gotten for as far as I've gotten. Those were a lot of words, but uh, I did very well, and I had a whole lot of fun doing it. I think I had two, maybe three total runs. Uh, during the hour and a half that I played, which is a testament to how well I did, because normally I just die over and over, uh, you know, and I, I succeed a little bit over many runs. But uh, that was that was a whole blast. I've already talked about Spelunky a lot, so we'll skip forward. Um, let, let's see if we can go to the moment of my death. Oh, yeah, yeah, I can see it right here. So we'll play from here. Um, I Oh, look, you can see on the VOD of uh, Russ Dugan blowing a raspberry. Uh, I love it. We just added sound emotes for anybody who is just we tuning added in. So many. We They're not going to be available right now, though, because I saw that because we're doing the podcast. But uh, I saw that uh, I think Jay Wild requested one just just a little bit ago. I can't see it now, but uh, oh well, we'll we'll make yeah. sure everybody's taken care of. Oh, you know what? I'll yeah. I'll play it on stream just for everybody to hear it. Uh, the one he requested was. Oh my gosh, I have it muted so you can't hear it. Oh wow. Nailed it. How anticlimactic. Uh Hello there. There we go. <laughs> uh totally worth it. So yeah, we played uh Spelunky and did all this stuff. Uh I, I critically <laughs> fail because I die to a mimic here. Um Yeah, I just I love that I was surprised at the way I died though. Like it wasn't that I just performed poorly. It was that the game just threw me a curveball in in a fun way, um, and that's how I went. So anyway, that was Spelunky. Uh, afterwards, Sav and Vilos picked up Resident Evil 5. So Sav does not play scary games. Uh, they, yeah. they will tell you that um, all the time. Uh, so they picked this up. This game isn't, like, really scary. Uh, Vila says there there's some times later in the game where there can be some scares, but uh, really, the Resident Evil games aren't always scary. I mean, Resident Evil 7 seems scary, but... Uh, what? Yeah, Resident Evil 7, it's crazy. The first game? Yeah. That, oh, my God. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, those are crazy, but this one's more of just a, a fun co-op shooter. Um, yes. They, they really had some fun. I'm looking forward to going back and, and pulling some clips from this, but... Uh, just a good time playing some, you know, co-op shooty shoots. Gotta love them shooty shoots. You gotta love them shooty shoots. So they did that. Uh, we saw a bunch of knifing. It's just funny to see <laughs> what this game looks like now because, like, there are times where the zombies are slowly walking towards them and they're, like, standing. They're practically chest-bumping Vilos. Or, or uh, let's see. Sav. Actually, you know what? Now that I'm looking back at this, I think the camera was of Sav's camera, but we were watching the gameplay uh, of Vilos. Vilos, yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's funny to see the 
uh, Vilos's character is practically chest bumping these zombies, and the zombies are just standing there with their like hatchets over their head, not attacking. Uh, made for some goofy moments, but but that was a lot of fun. Sov's first Resident Evil game, I believe. And they went through here. They fought a big boss. They slashed a bunch of melons to get ammo because that's where ammo comes from. Uh, yeah, if, that's, if you didn't know. I mean, yeah. That's, uh, some sweet Death, barrels. Deadpool wants to see the bus. Show the bus. Oh my gosh, I forgot about that. Uh, oh, here it is. Okay, look at this. We're gonna. This is gonna be a clip on our on our social soon. The first time they find this bus, Sav gets terribly murdered. They're supposed to shoot the red barrels, and they did not. <laughs> it just said, "Yeah, your partner died." Just instant. Bus showed up out of nowhere. They never stood a chance. Oh my gosh, what fun though. It was completely unexpected. I wonder if Love I go it. back further if we can find it find it again. But uh that was a blast. Uh what did we play after RE5? We played, you and I played uh Wildermyth. Wildermyth, yeah. We played on hard mode. We didn't really have enough time to get murdered like I expected. Yeah. Uh, so maybe we play that again here soon because the hard mode seems like it would be really fun just for the fact that, you know, Wildermyth, which we've played on stream before, uh, is a game with permadeath. It is a tactics type game uh, with these visual elements, these like character building elements. Oh, look in this in this stream. Yeah, you're getting. Your, I'm getting uh, my makeup done. Let me uh, let me see if I can blow that up real quick. Uh, this is as big as I can get it now, but you can see Lissy doing my makeup. Um, yeah, in, in Wildermyth, you have like some character development and you can make some minor character choices. Uh, give your character a class and a look and a bunch of adjectives, and then you can make them be either reckless or not, uh, depending on how the game presents uh, options to you. Uh, but but a cool game. We took out the story elements for this because we've played the like campaign before, so we yeah. bumped up the difficulty. Uh, like I said, we didn't really get far enough to um to really get, get murdered or or to even really see like a boss or like the end of a cycle or anything. But uh, this game's fun. It supports up to five players. Is that correct? Uh, sure. I know you can have a party of five, which leads me to believe that you can have. Uh, five, five players play at the same time and so you can all control your own character and you can lock them that way so no one else can touch them uh, but it's nice because it has it has these wonderful tabletop elements to it um, you know but of course you're playing uh, through Steam in our case but yeah Wildermyth yeah. is a lot of fun um, it, it uh, yeah I, it's definitely worth playing we played that for an hour and a half. Uh, yeah, we'll have to play it more if we really want to get murdered by it, you know. So this is us uh, going in this dungeon. We shot some people. It all went by so quickly. <laughs> yeah, and like I felt like we had just started the game and it was over already. Yeah. Uh, so after that, man, this really started the the point in the subathon where I was like, you know what, I might need to take a nap soon oh this 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 got so goofy this got so damn goofy i've never like from all the reviews and everything of this game i never heard about like the problems we were having we were having so many 
weird bugs and glitches and all of this for uh uh Teenage Ninja Turtles uh Shredder's Revenge. And it was so weird. Like uh we would we would be invisible. You had one where like the game was practically crashing on you because you were invisible, but mm -hmm. but like the two bosses that like had an animation where they walked through the scene and then the fight started, they were still stuck in the scene, just like walking in place. But yeah. like foot soldiers were flying all around them because we were killing them. Because yeah, we could see. I could see the could... enemies, you know, yeah. getting knocked around, but I couldn't see my character or any of you guys. Yeah, uh, it was insane. Yeah, that was silly. We, we had a lot of that uh, going on. But this game was a whole bunch of fun. I basically yes. had the least kills every time. <laughs> uh, I think it's because I hang out on the left side of the screen a lot. Yeah. But uh, quality stuff. It supports up to six people, six players. Uh, yep. A funny, yeah, another funny thing that happened uh, was that I was apparently logged into my Xbox account and my Epic account. So yep. a couple times I was actually playing as two characters at the same time. <laughs> Which oh my god. Was exactly was as bonkers as, as it sounds. Uh so yeah, we had five so four people playing five characters. Uh but the the game's solid. I mean, I'm not gonna pretend like I like love love beat 'em ups, but this is such an easy game to play with your friends. Like Yeah. How how are you ever gonna get mad at this game, you know? I mean you love you love uh you loved Mother Russia Bleeds, and that's a beat em up. That's a it is. sure as hell a beat em up. It's that's the only beat em up that I've ever loved, uh, because I feel like it's the only one I've ever been good at. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, and I'm sure I, just with more practice, I would get better at this, just like any game. Um, but no, this was this was a whole lot of fun. We played it on Game Pass. Uh, I don't know if it has crossplay, but it is definitely on. Um, Game Pass, I believe Steam, I think Switch. Oh, well, it's definitely on Switch. Uh, I don't yeah. think it's on PS4 or Xbox, but... Oh, well, it'd have to be on Xbox because of Game Pass. So I guess yeah. the question would be whether it's on PlayStation or not. Um, I think so. But yeah, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. Highly recommend for a casual game night uh, with pals. It's especially a, a good old nostalgia trip. Uh, it's got lots of jokes. We we liked that when you get knocked out and your your teammate revives you, they use the pizza like smelling salts to yes. to get you to stand back up. So that was good stuff. Uh, what do we play for that? I believe we played uh, Back for Blood. Let's see. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Oh no, we we tried to play uh, Splitgate. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, we tried to play Splitgate, and it turned out that my computer just absolutely could not handle it at all. It was completely unplayable. Um, I would have been able to play it just fine if I wasn't streaming, but uh, the whole point is the stream. So we tried that out for a little while. Uh, before I totally skip over this, Splitgate is a whole lot of fun. Um, yeah, it's it. It started off, it just seemed like a Halo knockoff with portals. And that's not wrong, but the game definitely deserves more praise than that snarky description I just gave. Um, there's a lot of fun to be had in Splitgate, and if you really want to see somebody kick butt on it, uh, check out Sov's uh, stream. That's at twitch.tv slash SovereignSid with a Y, S-Y-D. Um, they played on Monday, so our subathon was on Sunday. Uh, Sov played on Monday for their birthday, 
And first of all, congrats to Sop for getting the biggest raids that I've seen on anyone's personal channel, like channel that I personally know. Um, yeah. Over 300 concurrent viewers at one point. That's crazy. Ooh. That's nuts. Uh, uh, and a, a bunch of subs and a bunch of other stuff. Just very exciting. Very exciting. So go check out Sob's channel um, to see Splitgate really in action because not only are they very good at it, uh, they do a good job of demonstrating why that game is totally worth playing. Yeah. If we could have played it, I would have loved to. Um, but it didn't yeah. work out. So we hopped yeah. over to uh, Rogue Company. Yeah. I can't remember if we even won a single match. I know. Oh, I... yeah, dude. We were, we were killing it. Oh, well, then we were you crushed. were killing it. I was getting riggedy wrecked. Uh, yeah, we, we did great. Every game. I had a really good time, though. Um, we've talked at length about Rogue Company around here, so you guys know the drill. But uh, Rogue Company is as good as it ever was. Um, we have full lobbies in our Discord all the time which makes it really easy to pick up. Um, and I always say that the the biggest reason I would recommend this game is that you can upgrade your character in real time based on whatever your enemies are doing. So if, if an enemy is ever doing something and you're like, that's bullshit, I'm tired of dying because of this specific thing, you can spend your character's money specifically to counter that ability. Um so it's a lot easier to not get mad when you always have the tools you need um, to combat whatever enemy you're fighting against. Yeah. So that was a lot yeah, of fun. Yeah, it's so good. It's such a great game. Yeah, it's it's really solid. I, I've been trying not to play it too much to not get burnt out on it. Um, we, we recently have picked up Overwatch a whole lot um, in the meantime, so it's been nice switching back and forth between them. Um, because, yeah, Rogue, Rogue Company is the gift that keeps on giving. Um, it's got a great four-player and a six-player mode. So let's see. That was Rogue Company. After that, uh, oh, thank you, Deadpool, for joining us uh, in that. We really appreciate you. Yes, Donka. Uh, afterwards, we hopped over to Back for Blood. Uh, we ended up, we were playing on the veteran mode, which is the is one above normal. And it's a lot easier than it used to be. Way way easier than it was when the game first came out. Uh, but it's still a serious challenge. So we went in here um, hoping for the best, but we definitely got the worst. <laughs> yeah. We, we tried out uh, these hives that are new. Hives are like little optional mini dungeons that you can go in. The, before, the game didn't have any anything like this. Uh, but you go into these, uh, I think they're called nests. And you uh, basically... You go in there and you try to collect some stuff and you can get out. Uh, but the further you go, you have like three tiers that you can, uh, you have the option of either escaping or going further. Uh, we tried to go further when we definitely should have turned around and we all got wiped. Uh, our whole team got wiped out spectacularly. I'll, I'll see here if I can find. Oh, I went too far. Uh, where we got knocked out because. We were all getting whooped. And then the final kill, Vilas was the last man standing. And he got grabbed by a specific type of, uh, a new type of enemy. Uh, he got grabbed and it pulled him over an open pit. So his final death was him, ah, you know, falling down into the abyss. It was just excellent. <laughs> Yo, Jay Wild did gift that sub. So Chris, oh. now you got to eat a bean. Wow. All right. Jay Wild, you're the man. Gifted a, a, a 
tier one sub to Rob the War or the Rob Warlock. I hope I hope Vilas is gonna have a fun time editing this podcast. <laughs> now that we're like full blown uh, Twitch showing it up. Uh, dirty dishwater or birthday cake. All dirty right. birthday cake. It looks tasty. Birthday cake, baby. Oh, birthday cake. Boo. Boo. Let's go. <laughs> what did you say it was the other option? Dirty dishwater? Dirty dishwater. Uh, well, maybe next time, chat. But uh, congrats, Chris, on your tasty bean. Thank you. You really lucked out there. I did. Um, it doesn't taste good. It tastes like weird birthday cake. <laughs> but... Oh, that's wonderful. It's not bad. That's a good thing. It's not dishwater, though. Thank no. you, Jay Wild, for that sub. Really appreciate it. Thank you so it. much. Um, actually, you know what? I'll get I'll get one more. I'll get an air horn in chat. Oh my gosh, I'm still muted. Oh goodness. Hit it with one of the new ones. Let's see what's the best new one we have. Chocolate. I remember when they first invented chocolate. Sweet, sweet chocolate. I always hated it. <laughs> chocolate. Uh, I always hated it. That was almost you with that bean. It'll be yeah. jelly beans. I remember jelly beans. Well, wonderful. Thank you, Jay Wild. We really appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, yeah, we had you had six beans during the uh, subathon. I love it. How how many do you think you have left in there? Oh, I mean twenty. So many. You know. Oh, way over that. Way over that. Oh goodness. Well, yeah. then we gotta we gotta get on this. Maybe we start uh, having you to bean for every sub on here. You know, I mean, that's a lot of subs. That's, I, all, that's I, a whole sub worth of beans. It just went well, well, well. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, anywho's back to this subathon before we get too far off the rails. And Carlos is like, what am I doing? Why am I editing this? <laughs> uh, yeah, let's make this easy on, on Vilos. Uh, so we, yeah, we played Back for Blood. Uh, we had a bunch of fun doing that. Uh, we did end up getting our butts kicked by the end, um, but it was it was a, a really good time. We really liked that game. Um, Back for Blood is basically Left for Dead. It's made by the same people who made Left for Dead uh, all those years ago. Uh, but that was a good time. We had Odysseus join us for that one. Thank you again, Odysseus. Real MVP, a real pillar of this community, which is really not an exaggeration. If you join our Discord, there's a pretty solid chance you're going to see Odysseus in there at oh, any yeah. given time. Uh, so then finally, we uh, we took a short little break. We played some words on stream, actually. And let me say, we uh, hit our words on stream record uh, with this one. We hit level 21, which is uh, our previous record was 20. Once you hit level 20, words on stream just gets so damn difficult. Um, but we did it. We also had our first and second hype train ever on Twitch, which is when you get enough, uh, separate subbers and people who, who donate bits, uh, all in a short amount of time. So yeah, our first hype train and our second hype train all during that subathon. It was so much fun. Great. So we played, uh, Rift Tracks. We got, um, Shani in here for that. We also had, uh, Odysseus stick around for that. What a good time. Rift Tracks oh supports God. up to six people. It is the same people who brought you Mystery Science Theater 3000. And so you see it. It takes these clips from all these movies. 
How to Make a Money-Making Garage Sale is the name of the movie that uh, that clip is from. Um, another one was the, what was it called? The Seneschal? Oh, uh, the, oh gosh, yeah. And then another one was like uh, the one with the gator. What was that thing called? Uh, it was all so silly. There was a gator puppet that was talking to the camera uh, very irreverently. Um, but it was it was so much fun. Uh, I I have always said that Shani is built for these games. He joins us each time we play these or any of the Jackbox party packs. Uh, we had some great laughs, and it was a wonderful way to end off a long day of streaming. Um, we had audience members join in there. A great thing about that is audience members can vote uh, yes. when you enable that. Um, forever to figure it out, but I I figured it out. It took too long, but I figured it out. So uh, that was a whole lot of 12 hours of stream. So we're going to go through that and pull some of our favorite moments so y'all can see it. Um, for those of you who don't want to go back and watch the whole VOD. But that was an absolute blast. It was a complete success. You know, uh, like I said, that stream ended and it, it, I just felt like a million bucks. Like something like that happens and you see how much support you have uh, from the community and it just feels like you could do anything. Yeah. So still still riding that wave. That was a blast. Thank yeah, you again, everyone perfect. who uh, was involved in any way in that. Even if you were just lurking in chat, uh, just watching us and, and, and padding our stats, you know, giving us the, the viewership. But uh, what a good time. So who knows when so the great. next one will be? I mean, Extra Life is in November. Um, I'd love to do another subathon before then, but, you know, check our, our socials and you'll hear all about that uh once we make a decision but chris that was that was a damn good subathon it was great i had a blast um i mean it's just so fun to be like uh what are you doing today uh well i am scheduled to play video games all day so <laughs> i mean can't really work around it just gotta you just gotta, gotta do it yeah sometimes you just gotta play video games sometimes you just gotta do it so yeah, that was our subathon. I'm sure there's stuff there that I'm forgetting. Um, but yeah, lots of magical moments that you can look forward to uh, soon on our socials. But uh, Chris, do you have anything else to say about that? Uh, no, just thank you to everybody that subbed. Uh, thanks for Jay Wild uh, for uh, the gift sub tonight. Um, yeah, we'll we'll definitely do more stuff like this. Like if we can, I honestly think like if we can just figure out days where where we can work these kind of things out. They don't have to be like 12 hours, yeah. but <laughs> yeah. we can break it up where we play like if each of us plays a game for like a couple hours or something like that. And just, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That um, sounds more doable. When we, when we right. did the uh, multiple back to back shooters or when, when, yeah, when we did Shredder's Revenge into Splitgate slash Rogue Company, uh, into Back for Blood. Like, I got through with that, and I'm like, I don't know if I have any room for jokes. Like, I think I'm I'm burnt. But then, you know, then we had a few good rounds, and I'm like, okay, now I'm cooking with gas. Uh, yeah. I can, I can riff all night. My day is chock full of goofs and gaffs. Says oh, yeah, baby. Love that. Yeah, I think uh, stuff like that's so fun. Uh, getting the community involved the way that we have. Really great time. Yeah, it's been uh, wonderful. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll come up with some more fun events and stuff like that that we can do, you know, 
as things come up because some of it is too like we'll just like start playing something and be like "Ooh, i have an idea mm-hmm. well this. if we can do more wacky stuff too uh like that race you know race to beat olmec and spelunky before carlos can say xenoblade 3 uh, uh, times, times. Yeah. oh you know one thing i did forget uh in one of the breaks here let me see if i can scrub back to it uh vilos did a uh pre-recorded oh, right. video he showed off yeah. his switch collection i know this is in here somewhere uh yeah showed off his uh switch selection or collections rather uh and had lots of stuff here we go yeah let's let's put this on so that's a video that you'll be able to find soon on our youtube channel but man Vilas's collection is extensive <laughs> you know oh yeah he's got a lot a lot of stuff, uh, and he loves he loves picking up those physical copies of things. So, um, I know that he wanted to make a video like this for a while, but uh, you know, like I know how many Switch games he has. I just was still surprised to see it all with my own eyes, so to speak. But lots of goodies. Yeah, you'll be able to see that video uh, before long on our YouTube. But that was our subathon. Yeah, it was man. I'm. When's the next one? <laughs> Soon. Uh, and actually, as as an aside, my work schedule has recently changed, and I'm telling you this on the podcast because uh, I should be able to plan things now for Fridays and Saturdays. Uh, that doesn't mean that we'll have community things going on every Friday and every Saturday, but um, I haven't been able to schedule community nights for a while because of my schedule. But now. I can. So there are a lot lot of things we'd like to play. Uh, we've been throwing the idea around a, of a big Raft stream. We've played Raft with four people a bunch of times, but you can play with up to eight. And we'd like to see how off the rails that game can get when you stack eight people on a Raft that's like six foot by six foot. Uh, yeah. That's our goal anyway, because there are no physics in that game. So we want to try to build a raft that's really, really narrow at the bottom, but really wide as you build up, <laughs> mm. uh, among other things. Um, I, we want to do a proper community night for Planet Side. That game is free. Uh, a few of us tried it out a few weeks ago to see if it was worth playing. And it was fun, uh, but it's only worth playing when you have friends on. There's not really any reason to play that by yourself. Uh, but we'll do a community night for that. We've been playing a bunch of Overwatch with... Uh, groups of five or six. Of course, Overwatch 2 uh, only has room for five, but uh, we, we've we had full squads almost every time we've looked for people. Same with Rogue Company. Um, and, and we've got plenty of other stuff, but I'm very excited to look forward to uh, community nights again. We haven't done those in, in months, months and months. So, um, yeah, if you're someone who's looking for people to play multiplayer games with, but you're nervous or... Uh, you don't have people to play with. I mean, the biggest reason people don't play anything other than solo is because they don't want to risk uh, being playing with toxic players, you know? Right. Yeah. But if there's one thing that our community is really good for, uh, we, we really don't have toxicity here. So if that's something you're interested in, hit up our Discord. We'd love to have you. But Chris, I think that's going to make it... Uh, I think that's going to make... What, what words am I trying to say? That's all, folks, for the podcast. <laughs> uh, the rest of the Twitch show is going to continue after this. We're going to play some Spelunky 2. 
But as for uh, the podcast, this is going to be it. Uh, so thanks for coming in and hanging out with us. If you're in the future listening, we really appreciate you. Uh, if you're using an app that you can rate us on, we'd love a five-star review. A five-star review. Uh, you should check out our website at partyinvite.games. There you can find not only links to our socials, but some blog posts by Vilos. Uh, you'll be able to find links to our YouTube channel. Like I said, you can find Vilos's Switch collection up on there before long, uh, along with some other videos. We uh, kind of ghost post some stuff on there. Uh, Vilos posts about it on, on Twitter, um, but I kind of forget to post about it. They're on Discord, so it's kind of low-key. You know, that's the inside scoop. Go check that out, because there's good stuff on on our YouTube. Yeah. Uh, but I have been Tegan. That's Chris, a.k.a. Chairman Mao. Maori. And, uh, that's me. You have just been podcasted. Ooh. Can I get a, can I get a tiny sound bite here at the end? Boom. Roasted. Uh... What sound bite are you going to use? <laughs> I just used the Tina one. Oh, nice. <laughs> Probably the worst one to end the show on, but. Bruh. Uh...